Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Wednesday, July the 6th, 2022. Glad you're up and on today, wherever you are, whether you're in the car or at work, jogging, on the treadmill, sitting around the kitchen table, out on the lanai, in the backyard, wherever, on vacation. That'd be awesome. We are continuing our journey through the book of Proverbs uh, with uh, Proverbs chapter 20 today. Um, so, yeah, so that's now, you know, since we do a chapter a day, that's now 20 days. Uh, day 20 through the book of Proverbs. We started at the beginning of the summer. Took a, take breaks on uh, what Friday, Saturday, Sunday generally. So pick back up on Monday through Thursday. So yeah, it's going to take us through most of the summer, most of uh, July. Guess what? With another uh, ten, another ten days or so, eleven days uh, through the Book of Proverbs. So yeah, and then we'll probably take a break, break a break, probably like a week break there after uh, um, through July. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see what we do. But today, Proverbs chapter twenty. Hope you guys are had had a, a great day after the holiday, kind of getting back in the groove of things. You may still be on vacation. I don't know. Some people had to get back to work on the fifth. So hope that transition back to work was uh, was as painless as possible. Always a little pain associated with coming after a day full of a barbecue and gr- the grill and brats and hot dogs and sun and swimming. Usually that is what part of our Fourth of July festivities, fireworks, late night fireworks. Hopefully, no fires. <laughs> but uh, it's always interesting to see hear the reports though of the day after, of, like all these fireworks accidents and house fires. A couple of house fires in Tampa believed to have been related to fireworks. Good night, people. What are you doing? <laughs> what is going on? Uh, so, but having been uh involved in a few near misses i can't understand how it happens it can happen in a heartbeat (laughs) let's leave it to the professionals leave it to the professionals all right you guys let's dive in you know what we do we read we pray we change the world proverbs chapter 20 man just loading up on all kind of wisdom this summer man we are man we started june like you know five on the wisdom wisdom scale we, we push it about a seven or an eight now just in the amount of wisdom knowledge we've accumulated it's ridiculous <laughs> hopefully people can tell by the you know over time by the way we act because you know it isn't just accumulating information the hard part as we all well know is putting it into practice doing it living wisely so let's see what uh proverbs has to teach us uh today let's do it 
welcome everybody so glad you guys are on love you guys thanks for being part of the this community thanks for being part of the podcast today proverbs chapter 20 verse 1 wine is a mocker and beer a brawler whoever is led astray by them is not wise hmm. it's that uh warning against uh drinking too much being uh being cautious of and aware of the uh the power of alcohol right uh, the negative power frankly right i mean let's just be honest wine is a mocker beer is a brawler whoever is led astray by them is not wise got to know uh you know people who cannot control uh their drinking that can be a bad thing We've all seen it. We all we've all had people in our either in our families or in our relationships who uh maybe maybe even a personal experience of a time when our drinking uh got out of hand. And some people need to just stay away from it altogether. Many people, honestly, just need to stay away from it altogether. Because it it controls them. It's a great great reminder. So if you're led away by drinking, doesn't matter how, how much you pretend, you're not wise. You're led away by it. Verse 2, a king's wrath strikes terror like the roar of a lion. Those who anger him forfeit their lives. Just, good, just a warning about, you know, <laughs> taking off the king. <laughs> you make the king mad, it strikes like terror. Those who anger him forfeit their lives. Verse 3. It is one's it is to one's honor to avoid strife, but every fool is quick to quarrel. Mm. Someone quick to quarrel, man, they're fools. You ever find somebody like here, it, this is what's counterintuitive because we think that, you know, being a Christian, being a follower of Jesus is like, you know, quick to stand up for your beliefs. You got to be cautious, man. Here, Proverbs saying it's why a wise person avoids strife where possible, but every fool is quick to quarrel. Every fool quick to quarrel. I mean, if you got a if you got a life and death opinion about everything, you're you're the problem. <laughs> if every opinion you have is a life and death opinion, then then you you the, you're the problem, right? You've met people like that. They're the problem. People that have that kind of opinions about everything, then they're the problem. It's to one's honor to avoid strife, not shame. You know, sometimes people get in these little quarrels and they want you to get in the middle, get you get get throw you get you right in the middle of the fight, and it's like, nah. And then they try to, well, you can't be on the fence. Well, this tells me it's to my honor to avoid strife, not to jump in the middle of a fight. It's to my honor to avoid strife. Hmm. Verse four. I get that a lot, you know, as a pastor, because people want me to uh, speak on their uh, opinion. What do you think about this? Why didn't you speak up about that? Well, sometimes it's worth speaking up on, but I'm not obligated to speak up on everything. Neither are you. You know, just because we have a, a social media page that says, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? What do you want to say, Terry? What do you want to say? The little prompt, you know, on Facebook, what are you thinking? What do you want to say? 
I don't want to say anything. It's to my honor to avoid strife. <laughs> Verse 4. Sluggards do not plow in season. So at harvest, so at harvest time, they look and find nothing. Hmm. Again, I'm say word about laziness, right? If you don't work, if you don't work when the, you know, if you don't get when the getting's good, don't expect uh, there to be anything there when, the, you know, when the harvest comes. To be part of the work, expect you can expect some of the fruit. If you don't participate in the in the hard work, you shouldn't expect the the fruitfulness. Verse 5. The purpose sorry, plural here. The purposes of a person's heart are deep waters, but one who has insight draws them out. Mm. That's the uh, that's a great count. That's the great counselor's verse, right? A, a good counselor can draw out what's in your heart. The purposes purposes of a person's heart are deep waters. It's complex, right? Our 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 what goes on in our minds and our motivations and our our feelings and our you know the things that we believe in our values. The, the purposes of a person's heart are deep waters. There's a lot in there. Uh, but one who has insight draws them out. So a wise person can draw out what you're thinking, can help you find the purposes that are motivating your life. And kudos to the, to the good counselors out there, even a good friend who can ask a good question. How do we draw out the uh, deep waters? We ask questions, right? Like good questions and listening, and probing a little deeper. We draw out what's on the inside. That's a good one right there, Proverbs 20, verse 5. Many claim to have unfailing love, but a faithful person who can find. Hmm. Yeah, many people claim to have unfailing love, but a faithful person who can find. How can, you can't, it's two-way street, right? right? You can't have unfailing love unless someone is on the other end of that giving uh, is being faithful. Like, and if you can't find a faithful person, you probably don't unha- have unfailing love. What's that saying? It's saying there's just there's a lot of unfaithful people out there. That when you find a faithful person, you found a treasure. When you find a loyal person, you found a treasure. Because they just don't seem to be a bunch of them. And in our in our consumer driven society, it's hard to find a loyal person, right? It's 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 what's good for me today. And if you stop producing, you stop you know, scratching my itch, whatever that itch is. Um, and, and not even if you stop scratching my, if you stop scratching the itch the way I want it scratched, I'm going to go somewhere else. And so that's definitely an issue in our culture, definitely an issue with the modern person. Ourselves, man, we, we, we act, it's, it's us, right? It's not just them, it's us. We can be very unfaithful, very unloyal. So we have to, uh, Proverbs is kind of challenging us at that point to be a person of unfailing love, to have the, uh, the discipline to stay instead of go, to have the discipline and the, 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 uh, the character to be loyal when everyone else is being disloyal. Yeah. Verse seven, the righteous lead blameless lives. Blessed are their children after them. So righteousness flows on down to the next generation. Our children uh, will reap the blessing, the benefit of a life lived according to God's righteousness. 
And you talk about a gift to pass on to the next generation. How about that? A righteous life. Mm-mm. Chris and I were talking about that in it's kind of a morbid moment, but it's it's true, man. Like I hope it'll ruin your day, but you know, you think about it, and, and the, these moments have hit me from different times. But you know, when you think, when you stop and think about it, after about two generations, we will be forgotten. Now, I'm sorry, I know. Well, happy Wednesday, but think about it. Like, think about your own life. Okay, you may you may know your grandparents. You may know a lot about your grandparents. You know, may know them very well. You may know their stories. You may still talk about them often. How about your great-grandparents? Hmm, probably a little less. Some may not even know their great-grandparents, really. May not may not even know their maiden name, your grandmother, great-grandmother's maiden name, where she was from, um, if you knew her at all. Great-granddad, do you know much about him? How about great-great? Yeah, not very much, right? So, so the so the thing is, well, so that you know, can, can it kind of be kind of a fatalistic feeling when it hits? Like, wow, then what's the what's the point? Well, here's the thing: like, it is true that after you know, say two, three, maybe if you're, I mean, unless you let's say you you really blew it away and you were an incredible human being, maybe you last three, four generations, people will still talk about you in your family. But what is it that you? Uh, what is it we pass on? What is it that it really outlives us? You know, we hear this all the time, but it's it really is a righteous life because that in fact impacts your family tree and the trajectory of your family. So in in you know four, three generations, when my great great grandchildren aren't talking about uh, great great granddad Terry J- Terry Roland Jr., uh, they will still be the benefactors of a family tree that was guided by. God, God willing, a righteous life. It will change the course of, of the family tree. I mean, we look back, look back at our family tree already, and there's been a huge change. When my father gave his life to Christ, and we, our families started following Jesus, man, you look at the difference that the Roland family tree has taken. It's dramatic. So people may not remember the names. They may not know, the, know our stories fully. But our, our the impact of our righteousness, quote unquote righteousness, that is from Christ, it's not not anything that we've done, but what Christ has done in us and through us, it's it's lived on beyond us. So verse seven, the righteously blameless lives, blessed are their children after them. Yeah, and, and I think that's a great reminder because the things that we strive so much for don't really last, right? I mean, the the money you had, the trinkets you had, the positions you had, people probably will not. They will not. Not probably. They will not remember in two or three generations. Maybe trinkets in one generation. Next week they'll forget. But what will what will last? What will out, even outlive you? A righteous life. A righteous life. Absolutely, hundred percent. Verse eight. When a king sits on his throne to judge, he winnows out all evil with his eyes. Hmm. When a king sits on his throne to judge, he winnows out all the evil with his eyes. Yeah, there's something about a something about a king, something about someone sitting in a position of authority, uh, gives them a. Uh, it's kind of how it feels, right? They're just they can see right through you. <laughs> Verse nine: Who can say I have kept my heart pure? I am clean and without sin. Who can say that? Who can say truly say 
that I have kept my heart pure and I am clean and without sin. No one can say the latter part. Without sin, no one. We've all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But I think there's also a reminder in that proverb of like to be able to say in a situation, you know what, I've kept my heart pure. At least to some degree is a is a uh, is a enriching feeling. It's a uh, it's a blessing. Verse ten: differing weights and differing measures. The Lord detests them both. We've read that before. Differing weights, differing differing measures. The Lord detests them both. When you're you know when you're not giving people equal, equal footing, you know the the uh, Martin Luther King Jr. state uh, famous quote uh, for people to be judged by the not by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. Yeah, when we're, we, we need to judge people by the same criteria, right? God, God detests unjust weights and measures. Yeah. I wonder how God feels about the gas prices. <laughs> I know I hate them. <laughs> I, mean, God, God, I, don't like those, I don't like those weights and measures at all. Verse 11. Even small children are known by their actions, so is their conduct really pure and upright? Hmm. Even small children are known by their actions, so is their conduct really pure and upright? Hmm. <laughs> you got to judge it by their actions, right? Verse 12, ears that hear and eyes that see, the Lord has made them both. Hmm. Yeah, the ability to hear the ability to see, God has made them both. He's so, so if God, so hearing and seeing. If we can hear and see, imagine what God can do because He made a both of them. <laughs> he made our ears and He made our eyes. So if we can hear and we can see, how much more can the God who created that see and hear? Yeah, man. Do you know that today? God sees you. He hears you. You're not. You're not unknown to Him. He knows you full well. He loves you. He's for you. Uh, he, he hears you when you pray. If you have ears that can hear the cries of ch your children, the cries of the people that you love around you, how much more does a God in heaven who's over all, uh, can he hear every prayer that you offer, every cry that you lift up before him? Yeah, thanks be to God. Verse 13. Do not love sleep, or you will grow poor. Oh, man, but I love sleep. Don't love it too much. <laughs> Do not love sleep, or you will grow poor. Stay awake, and you will, and you will have food to spare. Hmm. Again, that's just a word about, you know, being productive, being a, having a good work ethic. Don't love sleep. Can't, I mean, you can like it. You can love it some, but don't love it too much. You'll grow poor. Stay awake, and you will have food to spare. Make the most of each opportunity. Verse 14, it's no good, it's no good, says the buyer, then goes off and boasts about the purchase. <laughs> yeah, when you're wheeling and dealing, oh, no, it's not worth that. That's terrible. I'm not paying that. It's not worth that. And then you go, as soon as you buy it, you're like, man, let's check this thing out I bought. It's awesome, isn't it? It's the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> That's so true. Oh. So from a seller's perspective, you got to know what you've got, right? So from a seller's perspective, you got to know what you've got. You got to know the value of the thing you have now. You got to can't overvalue it. Sometimes it's more valuable to us than it is to others. 
but you got to know in the in the moment, like because of every buyer is most buyers are going to tell you, no, nah, not worth it. But then when they get it, they're going to go off and boast about it. But what's a, what's something worth? It's worth what someone will pay for it. At the end of the day, you know this housing market is crazy, right? At the end of the day, what's your house worth? It's worth what someone will pay for it. <laughs> That's what it's worth. That's why appraisals are a little kind of crazy, right? Appraisals coming down less than someone offers you for a house. It's like, wait, what? If someone offers me this much for my house and I have multiple offers at this at, for this much on my house, how is it worth less? It's impossible. That's it's the worth is based on what people will offer for it. Basic market. Verse fifteen: Gold is gold. There is and rubies in abundance. But lips that speak knowledge are a rare jewel. Wow. So you I mean lips that speak knowledge are a more rare, valuable jewel than even gold and rubies. You can find gold and you can go to found rubies, but man, find someone who just speaks knowledge. That's a jewel. That's why we spend time together hearing the word of God, man. Because this is rare to hear the word of God just spoken. It's like, wow, that's just, it's a rare jewel with all the noise that's going on in the world. You can find gold, you can find rubies, you can find people just chattering, chattering. You can find all that stuff, but to hear truth, knowledge is a rare jewel. Verse 16, take the garment of the one who puts up security for a stranger. Hold it in a pledge if it is done for an outsider. Hmm. Take the garment of one who puts up security for a stranger. Hold it in pledge if it is done for an outsider. Yeah, just the caution against holding up about putting up security for a stranger. Yeah, it's usually that is not a good plan. <laughs> Co-signing, yeah, I don't do it. Verse seventeen: Food gained by fraud tastes sweet, but one ends up with a mouthful of gravel. Wow. You lie to get something. Oh, yeah, it may taste in the moment. It may taste good in the moment, but in the end, it's going, you could be chewing on gravel. You ever go to the beach and you get the mouthful of sand? Oh, man, I hate that. Potato chips, you get some sand on your potato chip, put potato chip in your mouth, and you're like, oh, man, come on, man. I feel like I've got sandpaper in my mouth. That's what happens. Tell a lie, you get something for a lie, you eat that potato chip. Ooh, that potato chip tastes good. Oh, but wait a minute. <laughs> but wait a minute, there's gravel, man. There's it's gritty. Food gained by fraud tastes sweet, but one but ends up with but one ends up with food with a mouthful of gravel. Mm -mm. Verse 18. Plans are established by seeking advice. So if you wage war. Obtain guidance. Mm. How do you establish a good plan? With some advice. So if you're you're going into a conflict, you're going into a situation that's going to require uh, you to have your eyes dotted and your T's crossed. Make sure you obtain good guidance. Yeah, it's good wisdom right there. Verse nineteen: A gossip betrays a confidence. So avoid anyone who talks too much. Yes, Lord. A gossip betrays confidence. So, man, just avoid anyone who talks too much. Somebody talking too much, they about half of what they're saying is lying. 
Rest of it, it don't make no sense no way. No way. Half of it's lying. Half of it don't make no sense. A gossip betrays confidence. So anyone who talks too much, stay away from them. Avoid, avoid anyone who talks too much. You just figure, man. Somebody talking a lot, they can't fill all. They can't fill up all that space with everything, but it, with truth all the time. They're gonna have to fill it in with some lies. <laughs> Verse twenty: If someone curses their father or mother, their lamp will be snuffed out in pitch darkness. Ooh, do not, man. Honor your father and mother. Someone curses their father or or mother, their lamp will be snuffed out in pitch darkness. Mm. Verse 21, an inheritance claimed too soon will not be blessed at the end. Mm. Oh, man, how many of you guys know so people can be given things too soon, right? People can be given gifts too soon. They can be given uh, money too soon. Honestly, so people can be, be given promotions and raises and uh, things they're not ready for. So an inheritance claimed too soon will not be blessed at the end. You, your blessing can be a cursing if curse if you're not ready for it. Ooh, come on, somebody, come on! I'm T Row almost preaching right there. Your blessing can be a, become a curse if you're not ready. And sometimes the reason God withholds blessings from our lives is so that we can get ready to receive it. Because if He gives us a blessing too soon, that blessing becomes a curse. How many people who? How many you know? Some people who inherited money too soon, and that blessing became a curse because they weren't ready. Look at, look at, you know, the most obvious example sometimes you can see is like in professional athletics. You got these guys who are making multiple million dollars and not ready. And that blessing becomes a curse. How about all the rock stars who make this instant, you know, this incredible success, overnight money and power and influence and people cheering them and raging about them. And then they're not ready for it. And their blessing becomes a curse. Yeah. Verse 22, do not say I'll pay you back for this wrong. Wait for the Lord. And he will avenge you. Don't don't try to seek revenge. Don't say, I'm gonna get you back, man. I'm gonna get you back. Will you wait? Oh, don't do that. Wait for the Lord, he will avenge you. Verse 23. The Lord detests differing weights and dishonest and, and dishonest dishonest scales do not please him. He said that over and over. Verse 24. A person's steps are directed by the Lord. How then can anyone understand their own way? Because the Lord's directing the steps. We can't always know where we're going. We don't always know what, what's, what, God, what God's leading us to do. We just keep walking in faith. We can't always know. Because a person's steps are directed by the Lord. Man. Know that today, that your, your steps are directed by the Lord. That's, that's a precious uh, promise of God's guidance, his parental love and guidance over your life, that he's directing your steps. Yes. Verse 25. It's a trap to dedicate some to dedicate something rashly and only later to consider one's vows. So, you know, it's it's foolish. You think to think about the vows up front. Think about what you're promising. Don't make a vow and then say, ooh, what did I just promise? No, 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 no. That's a trap. So don't dedicate something rashly. And then only later consider what you've promised. No, no. We gotta we gotta think up front. So that you know, so that our promises can hold. We got to think about the promises we make before we make them. Yeah, verse 26. A wise king winnows out the wicked. He drives the threshing wheel over them. Mm. So a wise king, he ain't going to put up with no wickedness. (laughs) 
think about management, wise, wise managers, wise leaders, any kind of leadership that you're in. You see wickedness, you can't condone it, right? What, what, what you condone gets repeated. What you celebrate will get repeated. What you allow will be repeated. So a wise king winnows out wicked. He's going to clean it out. Verse 27, the human spirit is the lamp of the Lord that sheds light on one's inmost being. The human spirit is the, is the lamp of the Lord. Hmm. The spirit and the, the spirit in a person is a lamp of the Lord. Can't you just see sometimes somebody's spirit just shining through? Like, it's not just the words they say. It's, it's not just, you know, the way they dress or whatever. But their spirit, man, is like, it's, it's vibrant. It's engaging. It's, it, it, it lifts the environment. Man, let our spirit be that way. Let the spirit, our human spirit, be so infused with the spirit of God that when we walk into a room, we, we change the temperature of the room. We're like a thermostat, not a thermometer. You know what a thermometer does? It just tells you what the temperature is. But a thermostat changes the temperature. Come on. Somebody needs, somebody today, you, you need, somebody needs to be a thermostat. You can change the temperature by the things you say, by the things you do, by the way you act. Don't just be a thermometer that just responds to what everybody else is doing. Be a thermostat. Change the temperature in the room. Verse 28, love and faithfulness keep a king safe. Through love, his throne is made secure. Love and faithfulness, man. The glory of young men is their strength. Gray hair, the splendor of the old. Young men, they got the strength, but the old man got the gray hair, got the wisdom. Yeah. Don't be, don't be dissing the gray hair, man. I'm getting more of it. Verse 30, this is the last one. Blows and wounds scrub away evil, and beatings purge the inmost beating, uh, inmost being, not beating. Blows and wounds scrub away evil, and beatings purge the inmost beating, Be being. Uh, talking about the, uh, you know, sometimes uh, the punishment, consequences, facing consequences, um, and um, scrubs away evil. Yeah. All right, you guys. This is the, that was the last promise. That's a, that's a brutal one to end with, isn't it? <laughs> Close and wounds scrub away evil, and beatings purge the inmost being. Wow. Ain't no joke. All right, you guys. Let's, uh, you know what we do? It's time to pray. Let's pray. All right, you guys. Let's pray. Thank you so much for being on today. Appreciate you guys spending some time in the Word of God and then just gaining some wisdom. And we learned a lot today. Learned some things about uh, wine and beer. <laughs> we learned some things about how it's an honor to avoid strife and that a fool is quick to quarrel. We talked. We, we learned about the sluggard. And, and you can't love sleep too much. You love sleep too much, you're gonna be hungry at the harvest time. Yeah. What else we talk about? We talk about you know, food gained with fraud. It tastes sweet going down, but there's gonna be some gravel in it. So things that are gotten by dishonest gain. Yeah, it's going to might go down sweet, but it's going, you're going to taste the gravel later. <laughs> hey, we said we had, a, we had a good verse about about uh, counselors, right? Purposes of a person's heart are deep waters, but a person, but a but one ha who has insight can draw out those deep waters. That was awesome. I, I love verse twenty five about it's a trap to dedicate something rashly and only later to consider one's vows. That idea of like think about what you're promising before you make a promise. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right, you guys, let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you for my friends. Thank you for their desire to know you and to grow in you and the fact that we can share that together. Lord, I pray that you would implant this wisdom in our hearts. Lord, help us to be people of righteousness so that we can pr- pass on righteousness to this to our to the next generation and the next, that we can change our family tree, that we can uh, put our tree, our family tree, on a path of righteousness. Lord, thank you that we know that all of that is possible and only possible through you. So we lean on you, Lord. We lean on, you, on your power, your grace, your mercy, your, under, your, uh, your insight, your guidance. Lord, uh, thank you that you, um, you guide us, you love us, um, and that, you, uh, that our steps are directed by you because you do. You love us, and you're, you're a good father. Lord, I pray for each and every one of my friends today, whatever they're facing, whatever issues they have going on, specific issues they have, whether it's some physical needs or financial needs or maybe they have some relational issues they're working through or maybe just mental fatigue or anger or bitterness or hurt, whatever it is. God, would you, by your great mercy, move in the most magnificent ways on behalf of my friends today? Would you show them that you love them in amazing ways? We know that on the cross you showed us that you love us. We know that. But would you today, in some small way, wink at them and let them know that they're valued by you? Because I know that they are. Lord, we love you. We give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you, my friends. Love you guys. Hope you have a great Wednesday. We'll be back at it tomorrow with Proverbs chapter 21. Until then, you guys have a fantastic day. And uh, hey, just keep serving the Lord doing the right thing, and uh, the results will follow. God bless. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.